During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up and welcome back to another kind of funny games cast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the new face of video games, Blessing Adeoye Jr. What's up, Tim? How's it going? It's going so well. Joining us as well is Andy Cortez, but he had to go pee-pee, so he's going to be right back. <laughs> we just watched the PlayStation State of Play, the first one of 2023, focusing on third-party games and specifically Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, getting a 15-minute breakdown of that entire thing. Some PSVR focus, a couple other updates on some Capcom titles. Um, so we're going to break all that stuff down like we always do here on Kind of Funny Games, uh, give our reviews of the thing overall, give our, like, you know, what we liked, what we didn't, all of that stuff, maybe even talk about some games we've been playing because that's what we do on this show. And we do that every single week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You could watch it there. You could watch it on RoosterTeeth.com. You could also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Games Cast, and we will be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad-free, though, you got to go to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny just like our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining, has done. Thank you so very, very much. Um, today we're brought to you by HelloFresh, but I'll tell you about that later. A little housekeeping for you, just a little bit. Next Monday, we got something really, really exciting happening right after Kind of Funny Games Daily at 11 a.m. Pacific on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. What's happening, Bless? A uh, new episode of The Blessing Show is coming out. It's a very exciting one. It's going to be one of the longer episodes. Think like the roguelite episode that we put out a couple years ago. And it's the episode that me and Roger, I think, we're both, we're both the most proud of. I don't, I don't want to tease too much about what it's about. You know, I want people to come through and be surprised and be excited when they get there. But it is a must-watch piece of kind of funny content is what yes. I'll say. It was good. I saw it. And it was amazing. Yes. So uh, you guys are you're not you're ready. So get ready. 11 a.m. Andy Cortez, how you feeling? You feeling refreshed? I'm feeling great. Yeah, of course, the worst timing ever. Of course, of course. Walk over the doot doot. Yeah, what's up? Okay, let me lock in another doot doot. Yeah, like, oh, come on. (laughs) Two bathrooms, not enough. (laughs) Not enough. Um, Andy, I just did the whole rigmarole. Okay. We we were talking about the show we're on. It's the Games Cast. It's the whole thing. You already know all about that. Heard of it. Watch it before. I want to start by going around the table uh, on what we would give this on the kind of funny uh, scale of one to five as a showcase as we always review these showcases i'm gonna start with you what'd you think of this state of play i came in uh with expectations damn near the core of the earth like as far south as you could go far deep and i'd still give it like a two out of five yeah it's a pretty bad presentation i don't think it's worthy of this big of a stage i don't think like a state of play always kind of has some weight to it like there's going to be some kind of big information I think the cool stuff we saw are the knowns. The Resident Evil 4 looks amazing still, of course. Lightfall looks great. What little we saw of it. I had fun watching Kill the Justice League. I'm going to have fun with that, even though it looks like it's not going to be the best game ever. I don't think it's having a battle pass is necessary at all. I think there's like a lot of red flags with what the game is trying to be. But 
I'm still going to play it and have fun with it. And I think like the fact that of of the stuff that we know of still didn't even look like insanely great. I think that's like the worst part of it. A lot of smaller titles that got announced. Um, I just wasn't really excited by much that was shown today. Bless. What about you? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I would also give it a, a two out of five. For me, this direct or this uh, state of play had three things to do, right? It had to sell me on five VR games. It had to sell me on Suicide Squad, and it had to sell me on the other the other third party games that are coming to PlayStation. And I feel like it didn't didn't do a great job of any of those when it comes to the VR games, right? We're talking about Before Your Eyes, which we already knew was coming to PlayStation VR. We got a trailer for that. I think the trailer for that was good, right? But then I look, I go to The Foglands, Synapse, Journey to the to the Foundation. Uh, and all those games looked all right, right? Like, none of them really stuck out to me as, oh, shit, all right, this is getting me hyped for the platform, right? It would have been cool to get one or two of those that were, hey, this is a reason why you should buy VR. Like, this is a reason why you should show up and continue to be excited uh, excited for this thing. But none of the games they had in the VR section really spoke to me in that way. Uh, when we're talking about Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, I think this was, I, I like the breakdown for the fact that I think this is the clearest look that we've gotten at Suicide Squad, and that's what I've been asking for. I think that's what we've needed. But it's also the reality check of, hey, this is what Suicide Squad is. And I think a lot of people aren't going to be into what Suicide Squad is, and that's kind of the bummer of the whole thing. I'm with Andy that this game doesn't strike me as a game that I want to battle pass for. It doesn't strike me as a game that needs to be a live service game. And also, when I look at the gameplay, even though I think the gameplay looks fun, it looks like a game that I want to play with Andy and with um, the, the streaming crew, and a game that I might want to grind in in the same way that i would grind it in outriders or grind it up borderlands it also doesn't strike me as a game that is this is the big new game from the developers of arkham uh, asylum and arkham city and arkham knight that they've been working on for seven years like no it just it looks like a game it looks like a fine game you, you know i don't think it looks bad from the trailer at all i also don't think it looks amazing i think it is a very like all right this just looks like a fine video game a fine suicide squad game you um, could you could remove the ip from it and i'd still be excited for it but yeah. that Really, I think that's kind of where I have my biggest problem. And that's what sucks, I think, for the DC fans who, like Barrett, who have been waiting for whatever this new offering is to see into this universe. And um, it really does feel like if Nintendo came out and said, hey, by the way, the next Zelda we're working on is a is a match three game or something like that. And you'd be like, oh, this isn't what I want from this yeah. IP right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, I uh, I wanted more from that Suicide Squad uh, trailer. And yeah, they didn't really sell me more in that game. If anything, they kind of confirmed the things I was already <laughs> I was already scared about in terms of the Battle Pass stuff. But then talking about the non-VR games, non-Suicide Squad stuff, I thought, that, I thought that showing was fine as well. Goodbye Volcano High, we've been waiting on forever. The new trailer, again, didn't really excite me about Goodbye Volcano High. I do like that we got a, a release date, um, and so it's nice to get some definitive information about that. Humanity, I think, looks interesting. Um, I like getting more information about that because that's been it's been a while since we got in that. that what was out. the information we got? <laughs> uh, that's coming out in May 2023, and that the, it has, like, VR stuff. But, yeah, the trailer, the trailer as a whole felt very abstract, which is enhanced, and so yeah. I'm down for that. This is one of those ones where I'm going to trust until I try it, True. and then hope, hopefully it blows me away because, like, from doing Res Infinite and doing Tetris Effect, I got trust in Enhance, and hopefully this feels like a, a follow-up to those. But yeah, like Chia getting a release date and also being on PS Plus Extra, dope as hell. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Naruto, Boruto didn't do much for me. Baldur's Gate looks cool for Baldur's Gate fans. Overall, I feel like the state of play didn't bring the stuff, and that's where I, that's where I remain with it. Yeah, I, I think on a, on the review scale, like just 
objectively of like what they said they were going to bring and how they presented it, I'd probably give it a three, but like how I feel about it, like at the end of the day, I'm giving it a two, a two out of five. I think this is bad because although they said exactly what they were going to give, I still feel like in terms of presentation, if you're going to have us watch this for 45 minutes, give us a little something. I do think Chia getting this um, PlayStation plus um, day one uh, coming out is great like that is the type of stuff that i like to see here um but i would have just wanted just one one announcement that would have been like you know what cool that's a three then that is <laughs> you, you earned that um because i want to expect a little bit more from these state of plays i do think them focusing on vr it's hard to do that and like we've talked about this a bunch like it's surprising that they didn't straight up have a psvr2 state of play that was like really like yo here's the reason why you guys are going to want this and here's why you should but then putting it in just a more like broad mainstream one i understand that from a marketing perspective of them being like all right they're here for justice league or for suicide squad let's show them all the vr stuff maybe we can sell them there and it just kind of feels like i'm not really in the market on psvr i'm not really into the suicide squad so like for me this really didn't do much but um, prettier looking shooting galleries exactly yeah. and that's what they are Foglands, i thought looked cool but like Things just looking cool aren't enough of a motivation for me to want to invest that much money into the the system, and I I'm sure I'm not alone there, you know. But the thing is, I maybe it is speaking to somebody, but I would think with them talking about PSVR, we would have seen something that would have made us go, "Oh, they got this," or like, mm-hmm. "Oh, they they are gonna do this thing or whatever it is," and didn't get that vibe. Um, going through some of the other stuff, like there's exciting games there. The Destiny Two looks great. Um, obviously Resident Evil Four, I can't freaking wait. That looked absolutely phenomenal uh demo coming soon that's exciting uh and street fighter 6 continues to just kill like see all the different stages they showed there i'm like this looks freaking rad so games i want to play we knew about them the updates we got i'm happy with it but overall i think this was uh this is a it's a state of play and i just really wish that's not how we felt about these things because they they could I think pretty easily, like make them something a lot more special. I, I do think it's a bummer that the I think the best stuff we saw was stuff that we've already seen and know are going to be good. You know, like Street Fighter Six, we've already seen. We're we're already excited for. We're already sold on Resident Evil Four. We've already seen, right? We've already been sold on, right? And uh, you said one more other thing. I think that we'd already seen uh, or Destiny, Destiny Two, Destiny Two yeah. Lightfall. Yeah, we've already seen that comes out next week, right? We're already we're already excited for. This speaks to me so much as. We have third-party obligations <laughs> for marketing that we need to fulfill, right? Like we've told people down the line of, we like, have hey, to make goods. <laughs> yeah, like hey, we told you we'll be in a, sh- you'll, we'll showcase your game for you, and this feels like, hey, okay, this is the showcase to throw everything in there because we promised that we would market these games. Uh, it doesn't feel like a state of play that needs to exist. Exist. Funny enough, like a couple days ago, it might have been yesterday on um, KFGD, somebody in chat was like, I, my prediction is that at the end of the state of play, blessing would say that this could have been a blog post, and guess what? You're fucking right. Yeah. It could have yeah. been a blog post. See, I, I have a devil's advocate to that just in the sense that i do think that a state of play can exist in this form where the point of this state of play was us finally knowing what suicide squad is that's a question we've been asking and i think that they answered it is it the answers we all wanted i don't know that's that's up to each person to decide but i do Mm -hmm. think that this not being an email this is the right way to present hey we got a bunch of third-party games let's put them together and like let's market this to people with the tentpole of 15 minutes of suicide squad we're going to explain what that game is and so like i i'm not mad about the presentation of this and i i think that it should this is a great way going forward to do things but i i still just think you need like something that's a, a little more exciting or enticing uh to add to it if you're expecting people to sit here for 45 minutes and not every presentation can be the shadow drop show like we, we yeah. understand that like I, I i don't want people to to think that you know maybe we're a bit tougher on this because 
we got the Metroid Prime remaster or Shadow Drop in the Nintendo Direct. Like I don't I don't necessarily necessarily expect hey, by the way, gigantic brand new IP or IP that's been remastered or remade and it's available today. Not expecting any of that. I just of the unknowns that I always look forward to where it's just like, oh shit, I didn't even know this is a game and now it's here and this is something new to look forward to this year. I just didn't see anything like that today. Everything looked fairly like kind of generic video game stuff today. And I, I would just I just wanted something that was something that we could look forward to and mark on our calendar for 2023 and be like, yeah. holy shit. Oh, by the way, it, it, damn, in September? Oh, my God. I didn't, you know, I wasn't expecting that or whatever already this year. Yeah. You want, like, a new surprise, right? Yeah. Something that you already didn't know about. I think that's the thing. That's the place where State of Play feels special some of the time is I always go back to the one that we got uh, last May where they showed off Roller Drome, and I'm like, oh, shit, what is right. this? And we're like, oh, shit. There's State of Plays before where they show it off a game like Sifu, and it's like, whoa, what is this? And this it's different really shows cool. for different folks, right? Like sure. people Humanity, I'm sure, is that for... Sure, yeah. 100%. Least, there's people watching out today there. that were very excited about Baldur's Gate 3 or for Chia, which I could have sworn yeah. came out already. Like, that's... that. This is kind of... I think, the thing is, we those games are already all announced. Yeah. And, like, I, that's my thing, is I think a new game... And it doesn't even have to be a game coming out this year, right? Like, a new game that is, hey, this is a game from one of our partners or a game that's from an indie studio that looks rad that is coming out someday that makes us go... Oh shit! This looks cool. Like I think at least one or something a couple of those would have yeah. been something to look forward to. I think that would have d- done a lot for us. But there wasn't. I don't think there was any of that for us when I look when I look through the thing. Right? Like I think Wayfinder. I'm sure Wayfinder might have been announced already. But even that, like, I don't think any of us knew about Wayfinder, and that didn't do do anything for us. I had like, seen the, the logo thing. treatment on the internet, and I was like, that looks pretty, and that's all I kind of remember about it. And now it's an, an MMO, which is getting a beta uh, for PS5 exclusive to PS5. I'm sure that excites some people out there who are looking for a new MMO experience who are maybe tired of Final Fantasy fourteen or whatever. But I just it just looked like, you know, stylized video game MMO template. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode. Remember those New Year's goals you promised yourself that you'd stick to? Well, HelloFresh is here to help you eat better by delivering fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door, taking the hassle out of dinner time. Fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 15 minutes, so you can enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with Bernays sauce, or Southwest pork and bean burritos. A ton of us here at Kind of Funny have been using HelloFresh for years. Kevin loves how easy it is to get Paula vegetarian options, while I just love how quick the fast and fresh recipes come together during a hectic day in the studio. Go to HelloFresh.com slash kind of funny 65 and use code kind of funny 65 for 65 percent off plus free shipping that's hellofresh.com slash kind of funny 65 and use code kind of funny 65 for 65 percent off plus free shipping hellofresh america's number one meal kit let's uh start with the big thing and kind of work our way around so suicide squad kill the justice league uh andy you seemed like most interested in it out of any of us you want to start this one off I mean, just as somebody who likes third-person and first-person shooters playing those games on keyboard and mouse, I just, I enjoy that action of it. And I think all the airborne sort of action that we saw, whether it's double jumping or grapple hooks or jetpacks, all that sort of shit, just, it looks satisfying to do. It looks neat to, it sort of the same stuff that I liked about Anthem, which was a huge disappointment. But the biggest takeaways from that were, man, I loved throwing a gigantic grenade, seeing it explode, weaken those people, and then shoot them down. And 
kind of that instant satisfaction of whatever a third-person shooter does for you. And that's kind of what I was always expecting from Suicide Squad. When we heard that it was going to be a third-person shooter, that's like a good connection point for me because I don't necessarily think that multiplayer beat-em-up brawlers work a whole lot, which is why I was in on the Avengers single-player story and just kind of dropped off immediately. When we saw Gotham Knights come out, I was like, this doesn't look exactly like what it needs to be. Again, remove the IP from this. Take away all the DC shit from this. This looks like a fun, action-packed third-person shooter that has a lot of like momentum and action, and it just looks fun as hell. Plus, what do you think? Yeah, I don't disagree too much. I, I do think that Suicide Squad looks like a fun game. It's different from what I would have wished for. It's out not of what anybody wants. I'll say that. Yeah, like, I know it, that. Yeah. It's not really what I would want out of, <laughs> out of a Suicide Squad game, but I, I think I'm still going to play it. I'm probably going to play it with y'all. And I think, yeah, to your point, I think the airborne stuff, getting like headshots off, the sniper stuff, like having the different uh, you know classes of weapons that they're showing off, and also having the different weapons developed by different organizations within the world. Very A little much bit more like, depth I wasn't expecting. Yeah, that's very, that's very Borderlands. And... Looking at the gameplay combined with the idea of that being a Borderlands-style game does really appeal to me. I think that is a really fun idea. Suicide Squad, of, of course, is like going to bring humor and fun into it. And that's one of the little worries I have is like, I hope the writing is quality overall. Because so far, for me, the trailers have been hit or miss with the tone and the humor. Like this one, honestly, a lot of the jokes didn't hit for me in this latest trailer. But there have been trailers before where I'm like, oh, that's a fun idea. Or like, oh, that's really interesting. Oh, man, I've been playing Atomic Heart. Like, am I? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so you're at the floor right now yeah. in terms of where, where riding is at. But, yeah, if they're able to bring in, like, the character dialogue in-game that is bringing in the goofiness and bringing in, the, like, the, the entertaining vibes, like a Borderlands, even though I know Borderlands is hit or miss for people yeah. in terms of riding. I think th- I think that could be something that's fun, right? And um, you know, they showed off some of the gear stuff. They showed off some of the weapon stuff. I've just accepted that it is what it is. Right. Cool. Either I'm either I go with it and go, all right, let's see what this uh, geared Suicide Squad game is like, or I just peace out and go, all right, this isn't for me. Um, and yeah, so far I I, I want to see more. Like I I, I kind of want to experience it. I think the gameplay actually does look look, look pretty fun, but it looks fun for the idea of. Oh yeah, me and me, Andy, Mike, whoever are going to waste time with it. It doesn't look fun in terms of top ten game of the year contender. No, not and not everything, yeah. not everything needs no. to be. Yeah, I think all the mid air, the mid air abilities, and how the developers can get creative with how your Suicide Squad member is kind of maneuvering around the world. Like there, there's a clear emphasis on verticality and movement, and that is so key for me when it comes to a third or first person shooter. This just looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I just think it is kind of a bummer that we think about uh, like WB Montreal and Rocksteady and, you know, when, before all, both of these games were announced and coming out, there's, you kind of have the rumor mill of like, all right, well, if one of them is working on a games of service, the other studio has got to be working on the next big Gotham entry or vice versa. You know what I mean? And the fact that, you know, Batman fans have, had a rough go of it these past couple of years, you know. I feel like that is kind of a bummer for the the Barretts out there who are like, I just want the next big Batman title. Just give me the big meaty single player game without all the bullshit looting and getting uh new legendary gauntlets that add plus five whatever. Like that that shit is not what these fans want. But this looks like something that I want, and I didn't really know I wanted, and I will be playing this. 
Yeah, it's it looks fun. The, the positives I have are like the gameplay does look fun. It looks like it can be pick up and play and have a good time, even if you're not doing that great, whatever. Uh, and Bless was saying this in our live reaction, but the, the looks like there's some satisfying UI elements and like the it looks like it feels good to shoot and like the you sounds. get rewarded with the sound yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like that stuff's cool. I uh, think that otherwise, though, like I, there's not a chance I'm playing this. Like this just nothing adds up to me where. The Outrider stuff, I had a blast with Outriders. That was so much fun. And I remember playing and being like, man, I feel like this could have been so much cooler if there was an IP I actually cared about attached to the story and like whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's not just Avatar. Generic. Like, God, <laughs> remember Avatar, remember that 4v4 Avatar game yeah, we saw? Remember, <laughs> it's like red one. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that the yeah. one at the presentation I hosted? <laughs> yeah. How yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we made fun of that one. I roasted the fuck yeah. out of that. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was like, that was not. a Valorant fucking. Yeah. I, I just think that's going to be game of the year. There's a, there's a lot about this game that I, I feel like it's it's working against itself uh, for the things I'd be looking for where you've said some of this already, Andy, but like this isn't what we're looking for from Rocksteady. This isn't what we're looking for for a DC game. This isn't like it's the Suicide Squad and then it's also this third person thing, but they all seem like like they explained it later that like, oh, this is how they're all different. Like she, Harley's more acrobatic and I'm like, you're telling me that, but you're showing me that they all, all look acrobatic. Yeah, that's why yeah. I was like, the, uh, what's his name? King Shark. <laughs> I was going to call him Shark Tail and I was like, that's, that's not his name. That's the little This is Tom Ron Funches. Tom Ron Funches. Yeah. Like I, when we were seeing his gameplay, I'm like, he seems like somebody Samoa like Joe in this one. Uh, yeah, right. That, that is right. Job. He seemed like a character that should be heavy and should be in like a tanky. And they mentioned that. Oh yeah, he's a tank. I'm like, oh okay. I yeah, I do need you to show that a bit more because he is zooming all over the place in this game. Yeah, and it's just uh, it just seems like there's a lot more like verticality and like they're flying through the air and like spinning. Around. They're all flying, and I'm like, why is the Suicide Squad flying? And that is something I just can't separate in my head. I'm just like I have expectations of what the DC world is and these characters and this kind of just seems like yeah fuck it's a video game though how to make the video game fun and honestly that's great the, the game looks fun uh, but then to surround it with Rocksteady making a DC game and this is the vibe the other thing is the dialogue I am like I hate it like I, none of this is hitting me and so far every trailer I've seen for this all the jokes I've been like I don't like this I don't like the here's the good guys they're evil and they're making jokes I know there's a trend of everybody talking shit about MCU humor and then there's all the TikToks of the people, oh, they're right behind me, huh? <laughs> like, at this point, those jokes are so tried and true where it's like, I'm over it, guys. I yeah. get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. This seems like, it almost seems like at, a parody. At some point, Superman, like, Captain Boomerang's going to be talking, and then you'll, you're going to see Superman descend behind him, and Bo Captain Boomerang's going to be like, oh, he's right behind me, isn't he? I mean, even in what we saw here. You know, do the Australian accent. <laughs> oh, I made it. <laughs> like, Captain Boomerang Fuck. legitimately... <laughs> legitimately said that's gonna leave a mark yeah oh man like that's just like yo this this is this ain't it this ain't uh, it it's fully encompassing that quote right there i think it's fully encompassing of what this game feels like which is just generic which like yeah i don't know i don't know what it is about the suicide squad ip where like people just can't quite reach what they want to with this one my my whole disappointment with this is like it doesn't i don't know who this is for uh kind of like what you guys have been talking about like i am the like I would say biggest Arkham fan, specifically the the game series uh, at the studio, and this doesn't look for me. And then it's like, all right, Andy, you you seem like semi excited about that. Are like, is were you the audience that they were trying to reach? I don't feel like they were trying to reach their past audience with their past games, and that just like yeah. that's what leaves me with the question of like, what what was the mindset behind this for the last eight years? You know, so I don't Dude, know. It's just what what this could uh, have been is like a. From software making a Tenchu game and then going, you know what? That doesn't really fit this IP. Let's just make a brand new IP called Sekiro. 
Like, yeah. Rock yeah. said he could have been making this as a Suicide Squad game and be like, you know what? Fuck all the superhero stuff. Fuck DC. Like, let's just do. This could just be its own brand new thing. Have done that. One hundred percent. Because then, if if it wasn't the DC comic tie-in, right, there would have been a different expectation yeah. set you, after um, all these years. If so. you showed me the same game, but it had more of a cartoony art style with like not these characters, rush. Like, <laughs> yeah. If it had a hi-fi rush art style, like, Sunset uh, Overdrive. <laughs> Sunset Overdrive. I feel like that's an entirely different vibe that would work for what we're seeing in a lot of gameplay. Of course, there's still more to talk about there in terms of the content, but yeah, yeah. it looked like Hi-Fi Rush. It was a single-player game. And <laughs> it, it, had, like... <laughs> it had rhythm elements to it. <laughs> it had dope music. Miyazaki developed it. If it was set in, yeah. a, in a and then if they shadow <laughs> drop, scary it. world. Uh, I saw a second ago. Quack Attack in the chat was like, uh, like if you don't like it, just don't play the game, and like that, that's it. It's like, but it's not. That's not the case. Like, yes, if you like it, play it. If you don't, don't. That's fine. But this is Rocksteady that we're talking about. Like, this is a, a team that so many people are, have been so excited of what they're doing next for a decade at this point of looking forward to it. And to see this, I do think that it it's a bummer that even if you are excited for this, even if you're in the chat right now and you're like, I think you guys are wrong, this is exactly what I'm looking for. I feel bad because you're not going to get what you want because this game is not going to be supported as long as they're saying it is. Mm -hmm. And one, as they do that, there's not going to be enough people playing because they're being too ambitious with the Battle Pass stuff. Like, mm -hmm. am I wrong about that? Like, if, we've if, seen no, how you're many right. games have been canceled in the last year or shut down or whatever. Not cancel is not the right word, but like shut down, shut down. Sunset it's yeah. like this or, is the story or, of these games, and this is coming. It doesn't look like it's solving those issues at all, and the content doesn't get pushed out as far enough as they initially promised because they noticed that the player base isn't there and why waste resources to do that. I think this could have been a massive, massive win if we saw all these leaks leading up to this and we saw the leaked images of the battle pass up there and all this stuff. If they came out today and said, there's no battle pass stuff. This no. is not, we're not going to mm -hmm. do this as a games of service. This is a single, I think there would have been a huge, massive PR win for them. And but, but a still, lot of, even without that stuff, just looking at the gameplay and everything else, I just, I'd, yeah, that would have been, a, 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 I think, a minor win uh, in the grand scheme of what this gameplay looks like, what the writing looks like, uh, etc. Looks like we're offline. Uh, yeah, I am disconnected from everything. That's cool. Disconnected. But we're still recording. We're still recording, recording everybody. Oh, that's not good at all for this episode in particular. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. Okay, Gamescast so, is live, and it's yeah. going to be there. Uh, I think we're going to have to do two YouTube videos or something like that. Oh, right? this is We're going to have to re-upload. <laughs> oh, this, this is good. Everybody. good. <laughs> all right. Uh, but, hey, you know what? Hey, we have fun here. Kind of funny, y'all. Deadshot uh, got him. Any other thoughts on uh, Suicide Squad? I'm, um, I'm, I hope that, like, you know, obviously I hope every game comes out and is excellent in that 10 out of 10 game, right? And I hope, we be, I hope we're proven wrong. Right, I hope we get the game and we're like, oh shit, never mind. Like this shit has some steam to it. Like, oh man, what they did with Flash, damn, he was he was beheading people. And it was yeah. really good. I hope we get to that place. Um, but you know, I'm, I, I'm holding out hope is my thing. I, I do. Yeah, I think the pie in the sky hope for this is that the main campaign is engaging enough in the way that I thought when Avengers came out. I'm sure, I knew I was going to give up very very quick on the multiplayer aspects of it. But I had fun uh, exploring the world with, you know, Kamala and kind of seeing this brand new campaign that I had never seen before. And I had never seen this in a video game and kind of getting the little hints of all these Avengers characters interacting with each other was cool and neat. And I wasn't expecting a story that I would give like a near the end. It got kind of messy, right? But like overall, the Avengers campaign, pretty decent. Not too bad. Yeah. 
Tim's, that's Tim's a fair review. Me. No, you're right. Tim's it was, me a it face. Was pretty, yeah, <laughs> no, pretty decent. Look, not too I'm bad. with you. They're, they're, the highs of the Avengers campaign are so high, and like, but to me, it was always a constant reminder of like, oh, I wish this was the game. Here's what could have been because yeah. it's not the game. There's yeah. so much other stuff around. And it. I think that's my pie in the sky hope is that this game still at least delivers some sort of campaign that is worthwhile, and I'm and I'm I'm not just speeding through dialogue or, or speeding through cutscenes like. I want to care a little bit about the campaign. You know, this is a weird thing to say, but people out there that watch comic book stuff, the cartoons specifically, will, will get what I'm saying. DC on the animated side has crushed it for decades. They put out so many like things that are like canon in the the DC animated universe that and are widely loved. Widely loved. Yeah, they do a whole bunch of like Elseworld stories that are like, hey, just the, here's a standalone movie, whatever. They're not all widely loved. There's also the ones you're walking to Blockbuster and you see a bunch of shit and you're like, oh, I guess there's that. This, to me, everything about it reads that way. Where I'm like, I just don't have faith that this story is going to be interesting. I think this is going to be, oh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. That's going to be one of those movies that people are like, oh, yeah, watch this and this, but don't watch that one. Mm-hmm. You know? And like, I think that that is a, a bad starting place um, that I don't think that I'm alone in thinking this. Where it's like, there's a ton of these, especially the Harley Quinn uh, series. Like, we are so familiar with Harley Quinn. With Tara Strong's Harley Quinn. Right, seeing it in this, it's like, oh, is that Harley or is it Spider Man? I don't know. It reminds me of you know getting a five v five Overwatch style Gundam game. You know, like I know a lot of the hardcore fans of that IP would prefer to have something a little bit meatier instead of a just a multiplayer objective based first person shooter or third person shooter, which is kind of a a nod choice. I feel like that's it here. I think it's just a an IP in the wrong genre. But it still looks fun to me. I'm playing. Seventy dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna play with you, right? No way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Title. Gotham oh, yeah. Knights was seventy, bro. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I guess. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there you go. I'll swipe the card for everybody. I'll buy it for everybody. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll buy it for you, uh, Barrett. All right. Uh, let's move on. Barrett, to the... you, Barrett, you can be boomerang. That's a waste of seventy dollars. Boomerang, Barrett, and I'm gonna call you. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's move on to the capcom bit we got a little street fighter 6 resident evil 4 andy i want to know your thoughts on re4 i mean re4 just looks like that st- stunning visual title like you got to play it at max settings it looks like a lot of fun and plus the it looks like it's still retaining that camp because re4 is like one of the few games that i actually did play back in the day because it was a tiny bit less scary, even though the the chainsaw guy scared the shit out of me mm-hmm. in the village. Um, but the the idea of it still being like this fast action thing and Leon suddenly, you know, you talk about Leon from part two coming to here and he's like shit talking the <laughs> the villagers talking shit to him or whatever. It just seems like they they kept the same sort of genre in mind. They knew that RE4 has a tone and we cannot get too far away from it. But it's going to have all the lighting and visual, visual stuff that's going to keep the game super scary. If not, make it scarier. This looks mm-hmm. like this is going to be a lot scarier than RE4, just based on what they can do tech-wise to the environment. Bless. Yeah, it, it looks fantastic. It's funny, because as we were watching the trailer, I was trying to like... I was trying to watch it while also not pay too much attention because again I want to keep this shit fresh. Yeah, um, you covering like the screen or <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want I don't want to see too much. But I mean, it looks really good. It looks fantastic. And yeah, like the more I see of it, the more I'm like, yeah, this looks like it's gonna be a fantastic game. This looks like a um, this looks like they're doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talk about like it being scary and it having the horror elements. It reminds me a little bit of the, of um 
Resident Evil Village in terms of setting and tone and all that stuff. Obviously, that's because Resident Evil Village took place in a village, which is inspired by four. But um, yeah, like I found, I, I, we had a back and forth about Resident Evil Village being scary or not. And I found Village very scary. And that might have been for a particular s- section that I think most people would find scary in that game. But even overall, like the werewolves and shit in that game, I was like, oh, this is. It's it's getting me like there's something about this kind of setting in horror that does work pretty well for me. Um, and yeah, seeing in this trailer, I'm like, yeah, this looks like it's gonna work as well for me. So that shot, that that sort of quick time moment that happened about 10, 15 seconds ago, where the dude jumps on Leon and the light is coming from from underneath, like it's giving me. I'm getting the same sort of Spider-Man PS4 debut vibes. You're like, there's no way. This there's is no a video way it's game. real. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and dude, you know, it's funny because like I remember playing RE2 and even RE3, but like the remakes. And having that feeling playing. Like, like, there's no shot this is real. As I'm playing, yeah. I'm like, wow, this, how the fuck did we get here with video games, man? The RE engine is just stunning. And now being on the PS5, it's even more impressive, right? And taking one of the greatest games of all time and giving it that treatment, I, we're in for something so special. Like, I can't wait. I haven't replayed RE4 since the Wii version came out. And like that, so that's a long ass time ago, and I had a blast with it. So I'm I'm very excited for this. Um, and you it just in performance you playing in in uh, fidelity for this game. I don't know. We'll see. We'll on see. the week, I I bounce back and forth. These days, I have been going uh, performance because I I feel like it, it just looks so damn good, anyways for for most games. But with RE, I don't know that you necessarily like. I, I might you need that. performance fidelity. for the faster reaction time because of the parry, Tim. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Perry oh, Master. Yeah. Good yeah. call. I mean, uh, quick time events like RE4 was one of the first games to really kind of uh, make that like a cool thing. Like that, I remember being like, I, it happened with like God of War and stuff as yeah. well. But like RE4, I think that was the the first time I remember where quick time events felt like a cinematic fun. Like, oh shit! Like this is engaging, and now yeah. we all look at it like this is fucking waste. This of time. isn't just a cutscene. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, with like the boulders falling and stuff, but um, I thought it, it looks great, and we're so so close to it. And a, a demo coming out that's exciting as well. Uh, speaking of that, um, I saw somebody in chat. I mean, I might have to actually check this to make sure we're right, but I saw somebody in chat say that the humanity demo is up, which might count for your out today oh, prediction. Oh, that's interesting. But let me let me double check and get back to you. You got a little shadow drop. Yeah, that's cool. You got shadow drop. Uh, shadow drop, baby. Um, Street Fighter Six. You know, not too much new information. We got, I guess, some character confirmations um, officially. Apparently, they they've leaked before. Yeah, I but they put Zangief in the game. Uh, I know. Who, who, the, who the fuck would have thought? Uh, <laughs> thought? But yeah, yeah. two return. Uh, we got Zangief and Cammy. Both look great. Um, and then we got uh, a new character named Lily, who I think looks really, really interesting. Like is I, she, I want to give her a shot. Are, are those high? Like, what are these weapons? Are they like the high ally scoops? You ever seen people play high ally? Yeah. What are those in her hands? Like a weird, like oh, it's like a baton, actually. Yeah. Never mind. Or also, like, chat is—is is she related to T Hawk? Is there any like anything online about her being? I saw some to people T-Hawk? in chat saying that, but I don't think that's a. I don't know if that's a thing because they have like similar hmm. vibes and attire. Cammy looks dope as shit. Cammy looks incredible. Like it's actually pretty. Um, uh, imp- like she just looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Zangief, I think looks great too. I like what they're doing in terms of like giving him more of a luchador vibe. Um, yeah, everything. Every every single time we see this game, I'm like, this just looks fantastic. Yeah, I, uh, I I'm mixed on the art style, and I, and I seem to be definitely in the minority on that, where people are lo- losing their shit about it. I don't think you are in the minority. Yeah? Okay, it does, it, I do see a lot of uh, conjecture when it comes to like, man, this game looks like a last gen sort of title, um, and I think that could just have been some levels that we've seen in the past, whether it's the lighting hitting in certain different ways. 
Today, I think it's looked really, really damn. And that's though. my thing is like so far with the levels, I've been kind of like, oh, it's cool seeing like Zangief's wrestling ring and the, the London streets there. I'm like, oh, cool. I like the the variation we're getting. And like that's something I've always loved about Street Fighter is the World Warrior elements of it and like mm. going everywhere and seeing um, how everything looks and, and sounds. And sounds is the other thing. Not a fan of uh, new themes, but yeah. hey, I get it. Someone might be, but all uh, yeah, all of the <laughs> themes so far have seemed kind of like. Uh, like they're all the instruments being used are the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a bummer. There's there's a vibe to this overall that kind of just feels like this is the hip hop one. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like the, the look of it and all, it's like it just kind of seems generic to me as opposed to like Street Fighter 3 was hip hop. That was awesome. Yeah. That was inspired. That felt great. This kind of just feels like I don't know. But the game looks incredible. Can't wait. We played it. It's fucking it's awesome. It's fucking dope. So. Uh the humanity demo is available right now on the USPS wow. store and on Steam and it's available up until March 6th. And so if you want to check out Humanity and, and really figure out what the fuck that game is, now's the time to do so. Sounds uh, cool that y'all played. I wish I could have played it with y'all there. I mean, there's, there's been uh, why weren't you in the beta? There's multiple closed betas. I don't know. How about you talk to your people, Blessing? <laughs> talk to your fucking people, Blessing. <laughs> They're busy. They're busy. <laughs> yeah, I but yeah, I like I, I agree with in terms of um like soundtrack and like art style, I think it looks good, but also it I it is uh der- derivative, or I guess maybe it, iterative of, of yeah, Street Fighter Four and Street Fighter Five. I think it would be cool to see them bring even more. I think they're really trying with the graffiti stuff and trying to make uh, a lot of the character actions more flashy by having uh some of the moves be like have like the graffiti animation and all that stuff appear on screen spray paint kind of yeah color splashes the color splash stuff yeah um i would like them to go harder but i think right now for what we've seen i think that i mean that is pretty much what we got right like i don't know if they can if they're gonna add much more more to it but yeah like i i can kind of see where you're coming from there especially coming off of something like street fighter third strike which i think sets a fucking bar. It's a league of, it is what it it's is. It's a league that's, of its that's own. That's a bygone era. Yeah, we're not that's going the back best to that. art style of all of, time. Maybe of all time. Yeah, it, it, that game just looks incredible and it's so smooth. And to your point about the soundtrack being um, hip hop and really representing that. Yeah, like I, I'm, I, I'm surprised at least so far in the in the beta. Who knows about the final game? That like there's not rap music over the character select. You know, I think that kind of cohesion and that kind of let's commit to a style really goes a long way in terms of really making your game stand out and feel stylish and yeah i, I could see i could see why you would want, want more from that i love the street fighter 4 style was just like all right we're gonna go for the music super epic orchestral it's all the hits you know it's super hype and super epic but then the theme song was a fucking boy band <laughs> remember that shit that, i didn't remember it destructible oh yeah <laughs> i don't remember yeah. that just <laughs> fucking hype bro <laughs> I, I think like my last touchdown to street the last time i was really into street fighter and like the fgc was street fighter 4 so that's why all of the spray painted color pla- color splash stuff has been. I'm with you, blessing. Where it kind of feels like this they was just very kind of expanded cool before. Upon it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the ink splots. Yeah, oh, so yeah. cool. Uh, but again, game looks great. Um, can't wait, can't wait. Talk to your people, blessing. Get me in there. I'll, I'll figure it out. So, bless. I want to talk to you about PSVR. You, yeah. you reviewed it for us. Um, you've been playing a whole bunch of it. We saw a montage in the beginning. The Foglands, Journey to Foundation, Before Your Eyes VR. Does any of that do anything for you? I mean, I thought Foglands looked cool. Uh, it's one that I want to try out. It's, it's it, like before your eyes. I definitely want to try out. That's one that I've heard Janet talk a lot about. That's the game where you control it by by blinking, and blinking is a core mechanic in the game. And Janet was talking about it as being this moving experience. And it seems like one where VR might be the definitive way to play the game. The art style looks really cool. You just, the trailer starts off with you talking to this wolf man, and I did not know that that was a thing in this game. So I want to know what the fuck that's about. Um, but yeah, it seems like a like a like, like a cool a cool different kind of game with a mechanic that actually fits and works for what VR is. I think that's the thing that 
I very much desire out of my VR experiences is an experience that is either enhanced or feels like it is meant for this, right? VR really enhances and brings something new to this kind of experience. Before Your Eyes seems like that. Um, the Foglands, you know, seemed fun. It seemed interesting. It goes back to what we're talking about during the live reactions where a lot of the VR stuff feels kind of like arcade experiences or shooting galleries. And there's been a lot of that. So it's hard for me to get excited about another one of those unless there's something extra that it's bringing. And Foglands, I mean, I don't know what the extra is from Foglands, but looking at it i'm like it looks good right and um it was synapse i think synapse was the one by the by the fracked people uh that's like the fast paced shooter that one looked fun as well right it looked like it might, might be a little bit sick but it's one that i want to try out just to see um but as a, as a whole the vr um portion of the showcase didn't really it didn't move me but you know i think the games look fine i think the game looks look look cool especially before your eyes uh besides the vr stuff destiny 2 just kind of a launch trailer. It's coming yeah. next week. But, like, what was what your guys' hype levels for that? I'm very excited. I'm, I am very, very excited. As somebody who finally hopped back into Destiny last season, um, who kind of caught up on a lot of older content with Witch Queen and even the one before that, that I name is, I'm drawing a blank right now on the Forsaken, piece of content dropped um, before that. The Witch Queen. The Witch Queen. Was, um, uh, I just said that. I just said that. It just said that. The moon is moving. The, Take the king. The moon yeah, is beyond out of light, orbit. Beyond light. Thank you, Nitro39. Uh, us Nitro's got to stick together. Um, the Taking King. I'm very, very excited for whatever the hell is happening here. I want to check out our friend Alex Van or uh, um, Alex O'Neill's lore video. He made kind of a lore catch-up video. Because whenever I'm watching these things, I'm very much like Joey Noel, where I'm just skipping past. I'm like, I don't care. Let me just let me get shooty shooty headshot crits, and I want to actually find out what the hell is happening here. Because Callus <laughs> is back, homeboy from that one raid is oh, back. Man, shout Justin. out my homie Callus. Yeah, man, I miss him. All gold everywhere. All gold everywhere. Well, I mean, we thought we did, but, he, yeah, but he's somehow back. he's back. <laughs> but, but here's the thing: somehow Darth Sidious is back. What's up? <laughs> we learned that he was like a robot or whatever that we killed him. At he the end was, of yeah. Oh, at the end of yeah. it, he's like a bro- yeah. It's like wow, Classic. big Spoilers twist for a six year old. I mean, you can't even. You literally can't play that raid anymore. Big though. twist, big twist. Uh, but yeah, I'm just super stoked, man. I, I ended up watching that 15 minute long Bungie. I always call them Vidox, but apparently they're Vidox. Motherfuckers. Vid- you know I, mean? I say Vidoc. I'm going to call it Vidoc. Vidoc. Um, V-I-D-O-C. It's like a Vidoc. Like a documentary? Video documentary. Yeah. Video. Like what um, they did for Psychonauts? Yeah, Isn't that just called a documentary? No, but like well, it's like a, a special sort of category. You know what I mean? Like Ga- 15 minute. Real. That Psychonauts documentary is pretty dope. Real gamers know. Real gamers know. Anyway, um, all the movement stuff looks insanely cool with whatever this strand is. They're calling it the strand, the green sort of thing of that's helping you grapple. But there's it's also Kojima's influence. He was right. There's also all these <laughs> cool abilities that kind of go along with it. Um, all of the different classes have their own sort of strand talent trees and everything. It just looks like a ton of fun, and I, I'm super stoked to get back into it. I like uh, the art style. Little uh, PS Plus. Update here. We got, I mean, uh, Chia, March 21st, Chia. coming to premium and extra on PS Plus. We also saw uh, Legacy of Thieves from Uncharted, the collections come in, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, Bless, you're way more in tune with the, the PS Plus side of things. What do you think of that showing? Is this cool? I mean, it's fine. I, I think Chia, <laughs> Chia is actually the one that had me excited for PS Plus because I've been asking this more. I want more day and date 
cool indie titles coming to PlayStation Plus Extra. We got that with Stray in July, and I don't think they've done nearly enough with that style of release. Um, so Chia being another one, I think, is a very good call, and I want them to do this more. That actually got me very excited. In terms of the stuff they announced coming to PS Plus, like Rainbow Six and all this stuff, cool. Andy. What's up, bro? You're a fucking maniac <laughs> for what you just did. <laughs> Wait, what do you do? Oh, blessing. I am <laughs> so, so sorry what for what about, is about the hellstorm that what is about you, to rain you, down upon you on I Twitter. Know. I don't know what did you did you, about, did you say Twitter. something about your PR? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they, Jared, you they're not happy with Andy me. Cortez's tweet. They're not happy with me on the internet. Oh, right now. no. I don't know. Man. Oh, I don't know. no. I don't know what, what sort of accusation. I don't think you understand the abuse that I've, I've had to endure in my DMs. <laughs> What sort of accusation? Andy Cortez tweets, Hey, I kind of funny vids audience. Last time I chatted with Atlassing Jr. about PSVR, he typed as PSZZZR because it was boring, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) What? Who typed that? Chaos is out there, everybody. I don't know if you've seen my video. I should show you. I should, like, literally, like, I'm. (laughs) Who typed that? Oh, man. Thank you. Oh, man. (laughs) God, we need to make sure it's to say Wii U is life, or Wii U means life. Wii U means life. <laughs> oh Lord! Like There's an energy crazy. here in the water. Francisco, everybody, um, oh wow! What the fuck were we talking about? Uh, PS Plus. That's what we were talking about. I didn't think you would see that yet. <laughs> uh, I was looking at Twitter because I saw some people in the chat uh, potentially bringing up some breaking news, but I can't confirm it, so I'm not even going to bring it up because I don't believe y'all motherfuckers. Was it somebody lying about Half Life Alex? Uh, no. I looked that up. No. <laughs> um, can't just say things are real when they're not. I want to talk about Goodbye Volcano High from Co-op coming out June June 15th, which I think that is the new info there. Um, oh, this oh, this is it. Mortal Kombat 12 confirmed for this year in a Warner Brothers Discovery earnings call. Why? You can't just do that there, bro. Why wouldn't they just put it in the thing? Okay, guys, it could have been an email. It could have been this. We can't have it every fucking way. <laughs> this, all right? It could have been in a Warner Brothers no, no, no. Discovery earnings call. This should not have been an email. <laughs> this <should've> been, <laughs> y'all, this could have been a logo on a fucking screen that would have taken this from a two to a, all, to a all three. All it needed to be was a logo, and it would have been so hype. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. I love it so much. I'm so mad. What a fucking disaster <laughs> this right. world is. The stuff uh, we want in presentations isn't in <laughs> <laughs> Do we get Tekken 8 this year, Bless? Uh, I don't think so. Do we get Mortal Kombat 12 this year? Uh, I don't think so. No. no. I, think, I think Street Fighter 6 is the one for this year. Yeah. I would. I, 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 uh, I don't think it's impossible to get Tekken 8. You know, if Tekken 8 comes, I think it'll be, um, like, deep into the fall. Um, Because they've already started the rollout. We got the the um, a new trailer for... Was it Kazuya chat? A uh, new gameplay trailer for Kazuya at the... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong about this. I think we got that earlier this week. Um, yeah, we did. We saw the VO person, right? That the video possibly. you just sent me, Tim? Yeah. People are saying yes. All right. So, yeah, they're, they're drip-feeding this in a way where that is fairly consistent, right? Like, every, it feels like every month or so there's some new Tekken thing, which gives me hope that, like, oh, maybe it could be ready sooner than later, but... I feel like by now you would at least say a window, right? Like you would at least be like, oh, and it's coming out this fall, or maybe it's coming out in 2023. That couldn't be an E3 thing, but. Totally. I mean, I feel like that's the thing is I don't, I don't think that they would have by now necessarily. It's still so early in the year and like we have a lot of showcases to go, right? Mm-hmm. In, in the, the coming months. So especially with E3 happening, maybe, probably 100%, but yeah. Ubisoft's not sure. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's interesting now. Like, wait, 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. D- Discussing Film says Mortal Kombat 12 is releasing this year. That's no, there's no way. That's what we just said, Bless. Oh, I'm, I'm literally just sorry. That's what I meant. We were talking about the last five minutes. I missed the this year part. I didn't see the this year part. I missed the this year part. I thought it was just, hey, it's an earnings call. Yes, this thing is coming. Yeah. Well, it said this year, which I think I still don't necessarily believe, but I don't know why I think that though. I think that I think Street Fighter, Tekken, and Mortal Kombat could all come out this year, and that'd be wild. And then they're gonna fight to the death. Wow. Who yeah. do you think represents from each one? What about three? What about no? From from like which fighter would you pull from each one of them to fight against each other in a, in a 1v1v1 battle royale? I mean, I feel like you just got to go with like the title. Like, I'd bring in Rain. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> for Mortal Kombat. Cool. Cool. I'd bring cool. in fucking Rain or Sector. Yeah. Man, those guys are cool. No I never Shimitsu. heard. I had never heard the word Sector before. I was like, that's a cool word. That is a cool ass <laughs> and word. And this dude is a red robot. You know how dope is Yoshimitsu? Where he's like, you know what, motherfuckers? I'm in Tekken and Soul Calibur. God. He's got range. And if you just press buttons, he'll hurt himself. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a phone call. Mm. This is Greg Miller. Hello, Greg Miller. You were live on. Yeah. Hello, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I come with breaking news for blessing. Mortal Kombat 12 is confirmed for this year. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what he said about PSVR 2? <laughs> I, I hate you all. Easy. Oh, my God. This kid got a death wish. <laughs> How you doing, Greg? He said PSZ snored. <laughs> what, what's happening tonight? Uh, Dice Awards. Me and Stella are hosting. It's going to be great. Wow. You guys should all watch that. Have fun. Good Eight luck. Right. Shout me out. Tap your knee, Greg. Tap your knee for Andy. Shout, shout out bonermonger.com. Please. On stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my freaking God. Um, what else we got? No, there was a Naruto, Boruto, Ultimate Ninja Storm connection. Looked great. <laughs> yeah, game of the show. Game of the show. That's cool. I know people like those games. Yeah. Put them all together. In, in a room they could fit in there. Yeah. <laughs> in a small bedroom. That's so funny. Um, what else we got? Any, anything you guys want to say? That was pretty much everything covered there. So we got PlayStation Showcase apparently coming before E3 time, according to the Jeff, Jeff Grubb. Jeffy Grubb, Grubb. Gotta imagine that's gonna be a banger and a half. Oh, Spider-Man God. 2. Probably other new announcements. Wolverine. Maybe Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. Probably. That's where it's gonna be. Yeah. Right? I mean, I would imagine that that happens in a May. Right, like that was where we got the last day to play around that um, that time, and I think that rolls in right into E3 timing. Which you know, the thing we talked about this morning on KPD was the fact that uh, Konami seems like they're, and this is according to VGC, they they're they seem like they're going to bring back MGS3 as a remake, and then also announce a new Castlevania, and that they're prepping to hopefully bring back a lot of these IP in in bigger ways. Um, but that they're also going to have an E3 presence. I think if that's the case, then yeah, like if a, a, a PlayStation showcase time for late May would perfectly line up for all of those big third-party partners who might want to then show something off at an E3. I, I hope that happens, right? I hope we get a Metal Gear Solid 3 and a Spider-Man 2 and it's like trailers in the same showcase along with like whatever's next for... Bloodborne remake. Yeah. Bloodborne, I was going to say like Blue Sucker Point. Punch. What but, you like, doing, Blue Point? I mean, I was seeing that uh, it's Bloodborne's like some anniversary's coming up at some point. What, the, That's how the eight, work. The eight-year anniversary. anniversary. Oh, <laughs> Everybody loves the eight-year anniversary. Yeah. Here's a bloodborne. <laughs> um, imagine, yeah, I, imagine you just sort of like it, it's a calm sort of sound, like, right? Just imagine a calm sound, whatever that could be. Wind mm-hmm. rustling. Yeah. And then you hear, thank you, thank you, Baron. And then you hear a little, a little answer. Hey. Part three's coming out. Waiting, <laughs> we, huh? we remade part three. <laughs> Man, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> you kind of get into Michael Douglas a little bit there. 
<laughs> hey, Scott. <laughs> you have to control the ants, Scott. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think that this has been a fun Video day games, man. Of all Video of games. games. Video games. They're happening. They're happening all um, around us. Uh, let us know in the comments below what you would give this on a scale of one to five. Uh, how excited you are for the PlayStation Showcase that is going to happen at some point. We all believe it in our souls. Uh, and until next time, I love you all. Goodbye. Goodbye, Scott.